Mood.tv Is that you're 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 upside down from the waist up? Okay, so then you would put the Santa hat on your ass, so the dick looked like a nose on your perineum, perineum on your taint, yeah, on your yes. ass ball right. connector, yeah, all right. And then you got the eyes of your balls, the nose, and then like the fat crease that the three of us definitely have is the mouth. Hey, shut up! <laughs> Wait, well, you would put the eyes up in the pubic? Oh no, on the balls. The eyes are well, on I the just balls. Think- I take a Sharpie marker, yeah, and draw them on. You don't need the googly eyes because you already have these like weird alien cartoon. But if you have the googly eyes, it's probably still good. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You can hot glue them on there. Yeah. <laughs> you ever hot glue stuff to yourself? Not on purpose. Not yet. But, okay. No. <laughs> You've not. But, never well, say never, never. Both but... of you haven't? No. Not yet. <laughs> All right. This is Lemayak, everybody. It's our Christmas episode. It feels Christmassy. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty Christmassy right now. I look like a beaver. You look jolly. Actually, no, you do look beaver. I- I'm going to say beaver-esque because you're in like a plaid-looking shirt. Like you might be cutting down trees to make a dam. Yeah, they call me the human beaver. <laughs> That's what they call me in some... Do, do they? In some circles. In some circles. Who's they? Those are my prison mates. <laughs> Tony the Tongue. What kind of wood you laying down in the prison, beaver? It's hardwood, for sure. So, this is Let Me Ask You a Question. It is our Christmas episode, everybody. This is it. We're here for Christmas time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And officially, since on this break, there's going to be a wonderful phone call. Happy birthday, John John. Love you, man. Oh, yeah. We hope you had a good happy birthday, Johnny. I'll see you in a couple days, but this will be after that. So, that's a crazy mind thing. We also hope you had a happy Hanukkah. And if you have Kwanzaa, that's still coming. On the 26th. It's still coming. So is Boxing Day. Yep. So there's a lot to look forward to, but this happens to be on Christmas Eve. So we hope we take some time away from your day that day to just listen to us. Maybe with the family. Maybe this will be family friendly. I doubt it, but maybe. It is family fucking friendly, this show. (laughs) (laughs) The most. Merry Christmas. The most. Or should I say Merry fucking Christmas? (laughs) So I have prepared a Christmas question. It's Christmas themed. But it's really the giving season themed. So here it is. What gift were you the most excited about receiving ever in the history of your your holiday gift-giving festivities? Question. Mm-hmm. Do you mean the anticipation of a gift I thought I was going to get or the joy from the gift that I received that was unexpected or or a mix of the both? I think it's a combo platter. So if you're like super excited about something and you were anticipating it, even better. This is not easy. Huh. I got one. Okay. So I can't remember my exact age. Uh, probably mid-teen, maybe pre-teen, somewhere in there. And uh, Anthony and I both grow up playing piano and or keyboard. And so I took lessons early, and then I, I stopped, and I started taking them again. But all throughout that, I played on, like, a shitty Yamaha keyboard, which I still play professionally whenever I play in bands today. So even though I love that thing. I still remember it. Yeah, it's, it's rad. It has some of those sickest sounds ever, but it doesn't have weighted keys. For, for those who don't know, that means whenever you push the keys down, it doesn't matter how hard or soft you push them. It just means you hit it, and it's, like, as loud as it's going to be, which is fine. Totally cool. My parents did what they could, and it was awesome. But... There was a year whenever I had gotten back into piano lessons. Uh, Anthony and I were taking them at the same 
with the same dude at the church that we went to at that time. Yep. And I kind of could sense it. I was like, I think I'm going to get a piano of some sort. And I didn't know what kind I was going to get, but I lived in eastern Pennsylvania at the time, and we traveled back to Johnstown, a.k.a. Hell, PA, where I live now, where all my parents' family was from, and we went to my aunt's house, and everybody's opening the gifts because everybody's opening the gifts. We did Christmas Eve in our house. We opened gifts on Christmas Eve there uh, because I was a dipshit when I was young and didn't realize that Santa couldn't have come then. Something really weird. I was, yeah, we did oh, see, that. My parents covered that because we always, our Christmas Eve was always bigger too, but it was like Christmas Eve was when we gave presents to each other. And then on Christmas morning when we woke up is when Santa came. That's great. We did a little combo platter too. And then it was just, it was just presents for me and my brother. Like that's how, that's how Christmas morning was. That's usually when we got our big one, like the big one. Right. Yeah. I think we did something like that too. Cause I remember I was always open, allowed to like open a present or two on Christmas Eve or something. And then the next morning would be bigger. Yeah, we were like EJ. We went full out Christmas Eve. It was gifts to each other. Usually more Christmas Eve and then the big ones on Christmas Day. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we, my parents and or weren't clever enough to even come up with that scenario. So it was just, and, and you know what? They knew that I like to sleep in. So maybe it was a win-win. They were like, Christmas Eve. So <laughs> we opened everything then, basically, you know? And so everybody gave all the gifts on and my parents come from a big family we were on the on my dad's side of the family so still eight siblings and the kids and the and blah 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 so blah 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 everybody's opened up their presents and then finally the last one that they gave me was this box that was probably about half the size of a microwave if i had to guess and i was like okay you know and i didn't i, I at that point i had got I, I probably wasn't expecting anything really and i was happy with whatever i got cuz i was at the age where i didn't really care what i got there wasn't like Xbox and PlayStation or whatever. I knew that wasn't an option, whatever whatever age it was. So I opened it up, and it was one of those lamps that would either be for music on top of a piano and or that you would hang over like a piece of art, yep. one of those kind of. And so I opened it up, and I knew instantly that I had got a piano. I remember that piano. Yeah, I started crying instantly, and my dad and mom both started crying. We all hugged each other, and they let me know I had a. It was a, it was a, a miniature baby grand, which is like a super unique piece. Oh, I remember when you got that, where the harp on the inside actually crosses over the insides, and uh, it was a beautiful little piece. And and uh, I I didn't play it enough. I really regret that I didn't play it as much as I should have, but. It was definitely, that was like such a moment because like the three of us were like hugging and oh, we're crying. Oh my <laughs> God, this is so amazing. So I think that might be that gift for me. That sounds, that sounds like an amazing moment in time. It was. Yeah, I, I, I revisit it when I can. It was a good one. Uh, I remember that piano very well. I remember that piano. I remember when you got that piano. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. It's crazy. Cool little thing. Definitely. It's hard to miss a grand piano. <laughs> hey, baby grand. All right. All right. Yeah. Miniature baby grand. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> it's like smaller than a miniature pony. <laughs> about the same size, actually. Huh, probably. That's yeah, how they yeah. measured it up. You think you can get a pony inside it? I mean, you can cut up a pony. I'm good. <laughs> you can get a lot of things inside a piano. You can get a six pan. I could get six ponies inside a piano. So the next time you go piano shopping, and you say to the piano guy, how many cut-up ponies do <laughs> you think you could get in there? If he answers, like, quickly, probably don't want to shop there. <laughs> Fifteen cut-up ponies. <laughs> okay, do you finance? See you later. Could, could you imagine if he answered immediately? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That is a weird. That's like I remember there was this other. Sorry, I'm gonna digress for a second. Please. There was this other time where I had this whole idea about using human bones for currency. Ooh. <laughs> and how it would make people feel that we're not used to that system. Terrible. Well, how did how did it work in your head? Were like old bones worth more, or young bones worth more? Oh, I don't know. I never. I don't even think I thought about it that much. But I like. I like that idea. Right? There's got to be a different price for different types of bones. Or is it based on size? Like, is the femur worth more than, like, a toe? But is a is a baby femur worth more? Yes. Than an adult femur? Yep. Clearly. <laughs> Just yes. Instead of the gold standard, we're going to go to the, with the human bone standard. All right, so the oldest, the older the bone is, the, the less it's worth. Clearly. Unless it's really old, because if you get, like, a 101-year-old bone, I think that might be worth, like, a 5-year-old bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's like dust. Yeah, people live that old though, and that's very rare. So that's you have to treat that... it with with super care. <laughs> old dusty bones. You'd be like, this is my hundred and two year old bone. This is my five year old bone. This thing can take a lot. <laughs> Just be whipping it around. You're paying rent with like two twenty year old bones. Yeah, maybe it's how <laughs> delicate the bones are. That makes sense. I could see that. Oh, delicate. Yeah, because a baby bone would be more delicate. An old bone would be more delicate. Yeah. Yeah. So the thought... delicacy of the bone maybe is what makes it worth more money. I was gonna say I don't. I thought younger bones are more pliable. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, I think I think once you get to those eight-year-old bones, then that's when they start getting rubbery. But those baby bones, they're just as weak <laughs> as those hundred-one-year-old bones. You've crushed right, a lot of eight-year-olds' bones. We'll have to get the science behind this, but I'm ready for the currency. <laughs> What's that, the exchange to dollars? <laughs> the, the next time you see somebody with an eight-year-old child, you have to whisper to them, "Those bones look supple." <laughs> Wait, I have this thing I've been whispering Oh, okay, I've been talking to Meredith recently And I keep saying, how fun would it be to lean in and whisper to somebody Run Oh, no <laughs> Wow How many people do you think would run? A lot You think they would run, full run? I think more than you would think would run Yeah, that's probably, I'll go with that I'll go with that Especially it depends on like how are you looking? Are you looking intense? Are you like smiling? <laughs> I'm going to say 50% would run. 25% would essentially completely ignore you. And 25% might inflict some sort of pain upon you <laughs> for saying it. That's a huge percentage. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. I could see people. You know what I mean? I, but I honestly believe that 50% of people, that if you walked up and whispered to them, run, would run for at least a short distance to get away from you. <laughs> I just think people are too lazy. I don't think, I think maybe like 10%, I think. It's like, um, do you remember the Brave Little Toaster? You ever watch that? Yeah. That was a very heartfelt, sad one. Yeah, it was a good an animation about a little toaster who is trying to help its friends who are all going to the junkyard, I believe. Is that right? Could be a porn for all and I know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't for all I know. I, I never saw it. You read it? No, I never. Oh, they cartoon. made a movie of it. They made a movie. Oh. Of it. It's a cartoon. The, I actually do not know the plot almost at all. I've never seen it. However, I know there's an evil clown in it, and the clown rises up and looks down and goes, "Run!" And that's where I got that from. That's all I know about that movie. And so I would, you only watch the good part. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part I want to whisper into people's ears. Run! Oh man, it is creepy. Very creepy. It's pretty creepy. It's like the new thing that I was doing at at the party. Uh, I had a holiday party this weekend. At the party, I started low hugging people, 
You know, they would go and put their arms up to give me a hug, and I would just gently touch above their waist. Oh no! And I would, and I would, then I would just kind of look in their face because I wouldn't go in for the hug. I would just kind of gently touch them around their belly area. They would have their arms around me, and we would just make eye contact. And that's wait. So you wouldn't wrap? You would just like touch? Yeah, just like a touch, or just like arms. Arms like you were around. dancing with them, like like yes. around, like on their hips, like yes. as if you were about to dance. Right, arms could be around, but I keep their face in front of me, so we're making eye contact. That's super awkward. Wow. Well, now I'm even more sorry I wasn't there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you would have loved the low hug. I got really into the low hug. I might have kissed you right in the mouth. Oh, that would have been perfect. Nice. <laughs> and that would have been Anthony's favorite gift he got on Christmas that he wasn't ready for. <laughs> Definitely, that would have changed my answer for sure if that had happened. All right, to bring us back then, Gregor Man, what do you got? Yeah, Gregor Man, you got one? Uh, I mean, all right, I won't lie. I had three different, like, categories of gifts that popped to my mind, like, instantly, and then I forgot, the, the like, the third one. <laughs> won't lie. Figure that out if it comes to me. If not, I got two. All right. Because there was, like, I got, like, the big gift, which I remember two things specifically. One was my first mountain bike. Nice. And one was my first snowboard. Mm. Oh, that's so sporty. Yeah, I, I won't lie. They were both very sporty, but they're also both very expensive for what they are. Yeah. Especially snowboards. Like, you know, they, those things were never cheap. And, like, I got, like, the one that I wanted, which was, like, you know, insane to me. What was it? Uh, I believe it was the Sims All Mountain 125. Solid gold. Wow. That, you must have been a young dude at 125. I was a young dude, but I also was riding a small board at 125. Like, it was small for me, but I was small. Yes, I mean, yeah, because you couldn't, you could not ride that now. Well, I rode for a long time when I before I got fat. I was, uh, I rode <laughs> lots fat, of short. You're a big guy. I was short boards. Guy. I was short boards all the way, and then eventually I had to just submit. Like I got, you know, I'm just a thicker dude. Uh, not, you know, not yeah, not fat, but like I'm just a bigger <laughs> guy, and like I had big feet, and I used to fight it because like I always wanted like the skinny freestyle board, but eventually I was like, I need to get the wide the wide board because like my feet are too big like my toes hit the ground not my edge so that happened and then like you know the mountain bike because that came before the snowboard was like I, I still remember when me and my brother got mountain bikes on christmas morning and we were just so psyched like ran outside with them and then we're like oh shit it's cold outside it's winter <laughs> um but like i think it was a a huffy sledgehammer it had front shocks it had like two little like it was like the handlebars but then it also had not quite like full like road handlebars where like it comes out and curves down, but it it came out like almost like bullhorns. You could hold on to those when you wanted to go real fast, but the brakes weren't anywhere near them. So if you wanted to brake, you had to be on the regular handlebars. But I still re- remember my sledgehammer. That thing was that thing was righteous. I gotta say, Gregor, man, I was extremely jealous of that bike. That was right? a sick bike. It had, like you said, the, the shocks in the front, and, and they were big shocks. Like like there were some bikes that had shocks, but these were like they had the coils on the outside. Like it looked. Super legit. It was like the Mack truck of mountain bikes. Neon orange forks, Neon, if I'm yes, correct. You are right? correct. Yeah, it was sick. And it had like a cool guard on the uh, the chain, chain yes! guard in the back. The green yeah. one. It was a green chain guard. When we were kids, that was like the bike to get. Oh, man. My parents uh, got me the sledgehammer. Unless you were like a BMXer or whatever. But that was like the... The mountain bike to get. But let me tell you, that thing going up, yeah, because then my parents got pissed like two years later when we both wanted BMX bikes and not not mountain bikes. But going up the hills in the Poconos on a BMX bike versus a mountain bike, come on. That BM, that or that mountain bike was just was just lovely. You just drop it down to like two. Your legs are going 90 miles an hour. You're going like four. 
but you didn't have to stop. Yeah, up your hill. You had an intense hill. I had the double hill. I almost never rode bikes ever. <laughs> of course you didn't. When I learned... No, but see, no, you definitely rode like once or twice because I distinctly remember... My parents bringing the sledgehammer to your house because your dirt roads were so much fun to ride on. I didn't. I don't know. I have no memories of riding bikes. Because I feel roads. like me and EJ would be riding the bike and then we'd like have to stop, and then you'd be putzing around behind us, probably on what would be like equivalent to like a cruiser bike with a basket in the front. Oh, maybe I had like a powder blue bike, but the, <laughs> but I I mean when I learned to ride the bike, the day that I learned. My mom took me out, and I was sitting on it and, and pedaling. And then the moment I figured it out, I walked the bike back to the house. I said, there I learned, and put it away. <laughs> and then you made your mom put it away, probably, knowing you. <laughs> mom, put this away. Wash this and put it away and make sure there's air in the it's tires. Dusty. That is not nice. I am not like that. You, you, you were like that. <laughs> do you remember I used to have people come over and do my laundry? There, there were a few people that did laundry. I was so stupid. Or ridiculously smart. Yeah, you were brilliant, just kind of evil. And I, I'm just, again, just like Greg Man and his bike, just I'm jealous. jealous. I'm jealous of that power. <laughs> I, I'm like a sucker doing everything for myself and not getting huffies <laughs> over here. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I apologize if you're listening to this podcast and you did my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Leslie and John. Yeah, because you had to deal with the the wacky stuff whenever. I he, apologize uh, that you listen to the show too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to take a break. Let's take a break. This is Johnny Porkwell Jones. I'm a little miffed that you did not remember my birthday. So, fair warning. Don't sleep with your mouth open. That goes out to Nick as well. Well, we're back, everybody. We, uh, you just heard a lovely message from my father, Johnny Porkroll Jones. Johnny Porkroll Jones, right there. So <laughs> he's a little, he's a little sad. But now we're talking about him. Listen, John. Uh, as I said in the beginning, I, I remembered what day it was. I just remember what day it was, and I knew it was the winter solstice. Yeah, we so, knew. You know, we knew all along. We knew all. I mean, don't ask me what Greg and Anthony's birthday are. February and March. That's all I know. I just know the months. Is that even right? Woo. Which yeah. is which? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You guys all look the same to me. I got face blindness too. <laughs> I'm glad he's still saying, "Don't sleep with your mouth open." <laughs> hey, right. Nick, watch out. <laughs> I only hope he says that everywhere he goes at night. If he's ever sleeping, so good. It's not a bad rule. I mean, that's life lesson stuff, folks. Like <laughs> he should tell people in a hotel lobby that. <laughs> well, what if you went up to him and whispered that to people? You think they'd run? <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad for business, I feel like, at a hotel. <laughs> That'd be real bad. Depends on what your business is, I guess, right? Well, yeah, I guess. How long <laughs> until you think you'd be asked to leave, you know, like the Waldorf? Like a nice, fancy hotel. The lobby, probably quickly, but not yeah. there. Once you pay, they're like, they don't... You know, the more expensive the hotel, the weirder the shit that's going down in the rooms, I, I think... Do you think I'm going door to door and saying this to people? I like that even more. No, I thought lobby. Yeah, I was but thinking lobby. Whether you have a room key or not <laughs> is how quickly you get sent out. Yeah. If you're staying there, you, they're going to be like, sir, 
maybe it's time to go back to your room. If you're not staying there, they're going to be like, so you need to leave like immediately. Oh, okay. In my scenario, I have a room key. Hey, so you're going for a while. Yeah, they're sending you to your room. Yeah, they're going to send you to They're like, hey, look, yeah, it's funny, but go to your room. Well, you too, because like you have the gift of saying terrible things to regular people and making it all right. Because you're like, know your audience. But well, you make the audience a little bit more comfortable. That's a gift of yours. I like that gift. Thank you. It's a Christmas present to me. If a hotel person says, go to your room, do you have to go to your room? I'm sure you wouldn't. I mean, most normal people are going to fight with a staff that's trying to tell me what to do, even if it's go to the room that I've purchased to rent from you for the time being. You think the concierge has ever said, go to your room? Yeah, no. for sure. I, th- I think so. Not not like that, though. Not, they don't just walk up to you and be like, sir, <laughs> go to your room. I think like, sir, maybe you'd be best at your room. Your elbows are up on the dining room table that you're eating at, and the concierge comes in and he says, your elbows are up on the table. Go to your room without dinner. Without yeah. dinner. Why would they say that? They're not your mom. Get it's like grounding yeah. you. You it's got like, weird yeah. fantasies, Aunt. I would like to go to a hotel and be... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a punishment. It's like, I mean, how, many, how often do you have the opportunity to tell somebody to go to their room when you don't know them? A hotel is the, the only time. It's one of the few times I could think of, yeah. I, I mean, I have a kid, so school trip. So that's yeah, kind of funny. It's also fake 50-50 whether, whether they tell you to shut up. And I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> or whether they actually like, oh man, and get up and go to their room. <laughs> right. I just got sent to my room in the hotel again. <laughs> I love that. But what we need, what we need to do though, is I think we need to uh, create a disciplined hotel where people stay and they get disciplined, and they have to like, they have to go to their room. They don't get dinner. Go sit in timeout. Yeah. Now totally. you have to go watch everybody eat the continental breakfast. And Marquez <laughs> comes and chokes you out. That's not part of it. That's not part of it. Marquez is not just in every hotel. Come on. He's one of a kind. He is. He is one of a kind. I like the Discipline Hotel, though. I want to open up the Discipline Hotel. I bet people would be into it. Yeah, people pay. Have you guys heard about this crazy nonsense where people, like rich people? The restaurant? Oh, go ahead. (laughs) For the audience, I'm making a face of wonderment. What? No, I know, because I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to talk about (laughs) the restaurant. Dick's Last Resort, where they, they like make fun of you. I thought you were going to talk about that, but sorry. Oh, yeah, that's really fun. What I'm talking about is rich people who are bored with their lives. They will pay for people out in, like, the West West. Not the West West West, but, you know, like, the Iowa, whatever states, to, like, kidnap them or, like, live off the grid and pretend that they're homeless for a couple of days. They pay, like, ten grand for this craziness. Cool. Have you heard about this stuff? Nope. Yeah, it's a whole thing. People will pay, if they have the money to, to be kidnapped and live an escapist day for a weekend or whatever so that they could be like, oh, I'm, I'm so important to my corporate culture, but I just need to escape, so I want to be kidnapped. Do they know when the kidnapping is coming? I believe that probably, yes. They probably like check in and they're like, okay, this is happening on Wednesday at 4. Because those type of people realistically need some sort of structure anyways. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and no judgments, except for that you have too much money and you're spending on stupid bullshit stuff. There I'm judging you, but no judgments otherwise. I think, you know, like, do what you want to do. That's pretty fun. Fox News head not, headline, kidnapping for fun, simulated <laughs> abductions come with hidden dangers, experts warn. There you go, right? <laughs> See? 
that's because I'm such an avid Fox News watcher. That's why yeah. I knew that. <laughs> I love that all these photos, though, of all like the fake kidnappers, they all have like Glocks. <laughs> oh, gotta have a Glock. This guy's holding a drill to the guy's leg. <laughs> Do they look like they're having fun? Like, are they both smiling at the camera? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> they're wearing creepy masks, one holding a gun. But the guy who's sitting in the chair duct tape doesn't seem like he really gives a shit. Are the abductors... Do they were they are they professional abductors? Is that what they do, or are they actors? Yes, well, both. They have to be actors because they're professional abductors. You know what I'm saying? But they're professional abductors. Yeah, sure. People claim abductor on their tax return. So in this movie, it's called Take Me. It's on Netflix. It's about exactly this, and it's really interesting because there's a guy who he's like down on his look. And he had a wife who him and her did that. They, like, abducted people for money. But him and his wife, they split up. But he abducts, abducts this girl. I can't even say that word. He abducts this girl. And she's totally pretty and hot. And she gives him t- three times the amount of money that he wants. But when he abducts her, he thinks something might be awry because she's not playing along. Because she is playing along. And so the whole movie is kind of like this neat little thing because she is totally pretending the whole time that she's not supposed to be there, but she is. And he is doing it like a professional would where he's like, okay, if you need a safe word, but she doesn't ever take it kind of thing. It's a really good movie. And what was the name of that again, Greg Man? Uh It's called Take Me. Take Me. It's a it fun a, movie. Is it a comedy? It's a dark comedy. Starring Taylor Schilling. It's not that dark. It's like it's more funny than dark, but it's definitely a dark comedy. It's not like silly, stupid, but very interesting. And exactly what you're talking about when you go to a hotel and you say, run in the lobby. <laughs> so that guy claims abductor on his tax return. I, well, in the movie, he had a business and blah, 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 no, blah, but blah. I mean, like the, but these people in real life that do this, are they just abductors? That's what they do for a living? They probably have LLC, abductor.com LLC, so they're good. They don't even have to claim abductor. It seems like you'd have a hard time dating if that's what you did for a living. If if, if the internet is anything to tell me, no, no, people like that shit. People love that shit. You think? Really? People like adventure, you know, even, especially for a short time, I think. People, People like adventure. I mean, if I had the money and could pay to be an action hero, I'd do it. People like adventure... But people don't like to say I'm dating an abductor. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to say that. Exactly. But you would say I'm dating an entrepreneur. You wouldn't say an abductor because that person owns their own business. Now I'm going to be suspicious every time anybody ever says to me they're an entrepreneur. You should be before this conversation. True. That is such a throwaway line. That is such a weird totally. line. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, that so is So you're suspicious. unemployed. Yeah, you're because I'm a graphic designer, and at times I've been freelance. I have never said I'm an entrepreneur. And I could, but I never did. And I'm a creep, too. Full-on creep, but never said that. <laughs> what about entrepreneur? I like that. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yeah, you probably can't tell people you're an entrepreneur. I don't think anybody buys that. Nobody buys that. <laughs> so that's why you can't use it. That's the thing about the abductor. I don't think there's any good way to dress that up. I think that's a bad. that's bad for dating, I think. I kidnap people for money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is my boyfriend. He kidnaps people for money. <laughs> that seems. Oh, they pay him. Oh, it's all on the up and up. Like, what a weird, what a weird job that is. Well, totally relating to the question, Anthony, does yours have anything to do with this? I, it was the Sega CD because I think mm-hmm. I, I had an idea that I was getting it, and Mad Dog McCree was my obsession at that point in life. Do you remember Mad Dog McCree? Absolutely. I remember everything you had on Sega CD because just like Greg's bike that I couldn't 
have. I was jealous and envious of your Sega CD with Sewer Shark, Mad Dog McCree. Sewer Shark. Oh, yes, I do remember it. Okay, never mind. And also CNC's Music Factory remix that you had. Yep, yep, absolutely. That gaming system, though ultimately probably so dumb, I feel like there was not many great things for it, really, at the end of the day. No, there wasn't. But... <laughs> no, yeah, Sega City and Sega Saturn, both of them. They each had like three hits. Yeah, but Mad Dog McCree. That I'm looking at pictures now, and now I do remember it. It is awesome. It's like the live action stuff. It was all live, all live. It was the most amazing thing. Lethal Enforcer was the sequel, but Mad Dog McCree was better for sure. Oh yeah, wasn't Lethal Enforcer the the arcade one? It also made its way to Genesis, but Mad Dog McCree was the the precursor yep. that was on in your arcade and also on Sega CD. And Anthony had the second edition <laughs> Genesis, which was the little square one, with the add-on Sega CD, which was the way more badass one, not the stack-stackable one. Because i got to give you props, because that was super cool. I didn't even know. See, I, I do. That. This is EJ like, yeah, super I, I was. Yeah. I didn't have that Huffy. I didn't have that Sega CD, so I knew my shit. I was like, You oh, had a fuck. grand piano, motherfucker. Yeah, you had a... Okay, guys, here we go. The real reason I'm friends with you guys is because I knew what you were getting for Christmas, and I wanted to play with your shit. And apparently so did Anthony, because he was like, I want to tickle those ivories yeah. at AJ's house. We all yeah. traded. And I'm still super jealous of whenever Gregor Man was Ren from Ren and, or, uh, Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy that his mom made in that outfit, because he looked oh, fucking bad. Thanks, mom. So that's, that's really... That's- Best Halloween costume I ever had. <laughs> I did want to finger your keys. <laughs> and thankfully, if anybody gives a shit... I had to move and blah, 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 and I live in Hell, PA, but I sold that piano to somebody who was a friend of a family member, and they totally appreciate it, and they will send me every, about this time of the year, play, them playing it. So, nice. Because something like that, like, I don't know, there's just, there's just certain objects that you hope go on to better places, and like, that was a beautiful gift. It's an instrument. I'm glad that it went somewhere where someone was just... Hard to, God had to be hard to let go of, too, just to even think about the idea of selling it. It really was. <laughs> it really was. And, and, and like to acknowledge that like that had to happen, but at the same time, someone who appreciated it and someone that we could still contact would use it. How sad would you have been if the first picture they sent was a bunch of people around a burning piano <laughs> keeping warm? They start lighting a fire. Okay, well, <laughs> if I got that picture, I might be equally as happy because that's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> Only if somebody was playing it while it was on fire. Great oh, balls of cool. fire. <laughs> that would yeah, be they cool. They have to be playing great balls right? of fire. And fucking their cousin, because that's how that goes with that song. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah. There's probably some kind of diseases that go along with that. Yeah. And those are the great balls of fire. Totally. Maybe he's just talking about the sensation in his balls. I think a thousand percent. <laughs> just talking about gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, it's just some kind of VD. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> he just cracked it. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So Sega CD. Sega yeah. CD. Really? That's what I got. I'm a little, I'm not, I think so. I'm a little surprised because you're not like a huge gamer now and because you love music so much. It wasn't like... When did you get your upright piano? Well, I bought that myself. Oh, so that Which one? The first thing? one or the second one? I mean, if there's a Christmas one, then that one. No, there was never a Christmas one. Right on. Um, I think the first one they may have bought for me, because obviously I wasn't making money like doing that yet. But it was only it was only like three hundred bucks. It wasn't an expensive piano. The first one I had, it was just um, this old upright that we found. But it was great. I played the shit out of it. And then I bought my second piano, the black upright. 
I didn't know that. Yep. With your Brandley's money? No, it was what, Rainbow Mountain money probably, right? Ah. Yeah, towards high school, I probably was making money doing that stuff. I think. Definitely weren't making money working normal jobs. (laughs) No. No, I was not. With Bruce Brandley. That's such a great episode. That was two ago where you talked about how you made little nests of groceries when you worked at oh, the grocery I, store. I piled them all together. No, this was, yeah, oh, yeah. This <laughs> or was, how our the, boss would mop yeah. up after you mopped. <laughs> I love that. I love the story of your parents <laughs> oh, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. you. Just watching me. Well, there was so much watching going on because my parents were probably watching Bruce watching me, right? And he's just standing like in the back corner with a mop ready to go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just waiting for you to finish. And I'm just looking out the window, like just staring <laughs> off into space. Mopping the same tile in a circle. Yeah, I was just a million miles away at all times. <laughs> yep. I can't believe you kept jobs ever. I can't, I can't believe it either. I cannot believe I've not been fired from a job. Yeah. But didn't Bruce, they kept you around because you were funny. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't fire him. Well, they called my parents and told them that they kept me around because I was funny. Which also goes back to two episodes ago where, just be the guy that's smiling, folks. Be the nice guy. You don't have to be the nice guy, but when you're at work, be the nice guy, and you'll probably keep your job. As long as you're smiling. It goes a long it way. It goes a long way. Because you know what? We're all going through the same shit, but when you're at work, be the nice guy. Be the nice guy. You don't have to smile and be nice. No, one or the other, and... That goes a long way. Or you could smile and not be nice, but if the facade is up, it's good. You're good. Yeah. You can go home and punch babies, but like when you're at work, <laughs> smile. smile. <laughs> That's a good place to end. This has been the Christmas episode of Let Me Ask You. Jesus, we punch you. <laughs> <laughs> this is Let Me Ask You a Question of the Podcast where we... Set up baby sounds and then make sounds of punching noises so you can have an aural orgasm. Do you think there's like an AMSR thing for that specific thing? What's AMSR? There's people that are really into different sounds. Like I don't know watch. about this. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Sexual I've, I think thing. I've got some, I, I think I've got some AMSR stuff. There's some things that really, when I hear them, will make me like tingle a little bit. Like jingle bells? No, I don't think I have it like big time, but people, you know what? It's like Bob Ross, like the sound of the brush on the canvas is so calming. Yeah, it's really a calming noise. I think that's AMSR stuff that I feel that way. Oof. What? You disagree? Do you get stressed out when you hear that? My dick just turned inside out knowing that you're turned on. Like its erection was so hard that it blasted inside out. No, no. <laughs> that's, that's not what you meant. Like, if you can think of a black hole, but like twice. <laughs> it sucked all gravity of the world in because Anthony's horny, and now my dick is like, see ya! No, 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 it's not horny stuff at all. It is not sexual. Oh. No, not sexual, just calming. AMSR just, is just calming. Yeah, or, or not necessarily calming, but just kind of, it's you have a weird relationship with noises. It's, I don't think it's sexual. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, from man. Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast <laughs> where we love to shame condescending people. We shame Or this episode's plenty long. All kinds of stuff for you to cut out, EJ. We're like the Robin Hood of shame, you know? <laughs> Does that make any sense? We rob from the shameful and give to the shameless? We, we shame the shamers. 
All right. Something. I'll give you that. It's it's kind of Robin Hoodie somehow. Is there a movie about shaming shamers? I wonder. Anyways, call in at 929-352-6173. Leave us a message about shame <laughs> when you felt shame. shame. We want to know when you felt shame. Hopefully a little shame. bit during Christmas. When during Christmas did you feel shame? <laughs> <laughs> or Hanukkah oh, yeah. or Boxing Day. Whatever your religious beliefs, I don't care. When did you like feel that shame? time EJ contemplated stealing Sega CD <laughs> and a Huffy bike for Christmas, but decided against it? Fuck I love yeah. that this episode, we could be asking them to call in to say what is their favorite gift they've ever gotten for Hanukkah or Christmas <laughs> or whatever, but we're asking, when did you feel shame, the most shame? Let's go with that. At, at Christmas. Yeah, please. I want to know. I would love that. So call in, or you can email us at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Insta or Twitter at Pod, And you can also go to moot.tv. And when you're there, you can get swag. You can buy all the swag. You can listen to other podcasts. You can also, there's links to hardcore porn websites. Not yet. Right? All right. Not yet. But we're getting there. Yeah. Anthony hasn't got the password of the website yet, but soon he will. <laughs> That we have talked about several on our... Everything in its time. Everything in its time is what they say. And also, if you want to donate to the show, you can go to any one of the posts of Lamayak Pod, that is Let Me Ask You a Question podcast, on Moot.tv. Click on the donate link and you can find us there. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us keep doing what we're doing. We will staple our nipples together, unrelated <laughs> to that. We'll just do that. We're just going to do it. Yeah, we're not doing it because you donate. We'll be doing it anyways. We're doing it for fun, yeah. But also donate. Yeah, we just wanted to let you know, really. <laughs> That's our New Year's plans. Oh, is this, is this, oh the next episode is going to come out before New Year's, right? We'll see everybody before New Year's. Yes, this will be. This is the Christmas Johnny John birthday episode. Okay, we'll see you all before New Year's. Happy birthday, Johnny Pork. Happy late birthday, Johnny Pork. Roll Jones. Happy birthday, I'll see you around your birthday. I hope it was great. The next episode will come out on the 1st, actually. Oh, on the 1st? Yeah, whenever we... So this is our New Year's episode, too. No, 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 no. The next episode. That's the New Year's Day episode. That's a good one for New Year's Day. Okay, that's fine. Oh, no, the 31st will be the next episode. So Okay, so New Year's Eve. Perfect. Oh, even better. Yeah. That's even better. So whenever okay, we great. don't pretend yeah. we're going out to get sloppy. Yeah, we're going to nail our nipples together with n- rusty nails. Oh, nails? What happened to the stapler? I think I'll go back to that. Rusty staple nails. We're going to staple nail our breasts together with rusty staple nails. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. Happy St. Stephen's. Uh, happy masturbating. Until next time, this is Let Me Ask You a Question. Hate you and buy a t shirt, Joel. Mood.tv. Hi, this is Joel. I didn't buy another t shirt, but I did buy socks. Now piss off.